0: What's up? What's up? What's up, chillers and spillers? What is up? What are the vibes? What's going on? It is May. Guys, can you believe it? It is May. It is May 2023. I feel like this year is going by way too fast. What about you? Like, do you think the year is going by way too fast? Like, I think it is. It is just going way too fast. I feel like we... Are not getting enough time to process anything because the days, the months are just going by extremely fast. Like I must say I am happy that the warmer months are here. I'm just waiting for it to get warmer. You know we had that one week in April where we had 80, 90 degree weather and then it went back to being cold. I'm just tired of the cold and I just wanted to... Just stay warm right now. I like warm weather. I am a warm weather person. What about you? Do you like warm weather? Do you like cold? Um, or do you like extremely hot? You know, I'm going to I'm gonna take that back. Because I like hot weather. Um, I'm a summer baby. I was born in July. And I just love the heat. I like beach weather. I like going to the beach. I like sitting by the water. I like... It's just peaceful to me. So... I'm in between both, warm, hot, as long as it's not cold. So, beauty sleep, oh, uh, chillin' Um, Let me tell you. So, this podcast is sponsored by Beauty Sleep Bonnets. I was just jump jumping ahead of myself. This podcast is sponsored by Beauty Sleep Bonnets. Beauty Sleep Bonnets is a place where you can get your hair accessories preferably um hair bonnets satin hair bonnets um go to their website www.beautysleepbonnets.com once again the website is www.beautysleepbonnets.com they have double layered bonnets you can get um two colors for the price of one they're 15 dollars each um they also have long cap bonnets Um, scrunchies and hair clips so if you're looking for something new for your hair um, make sure you head over to beautysleepbonnets.com you will not be disappointed the bonnets are awesome they're roomy they don't move guys these bonnets don't move they stay on All night. So make sure you head over to beautysleepbonnets.com and purchase your bonnet. You will not be disappointed. You can also follow them on Facebook and Instagram. Check out their stuff. Check out what they post. Um, check out the reviews. You will not be disappointed. I am actually wearing one right now and um a long cap bonnet and I love it, I love it, I love it, just like that TikTok trend. So make sure you go there now. Okay, guys. So jumping back to Chill and Spill the Tea. Hi, my name is Nell. I am the host of Chill and Spill the Tea. usually? Wendy Williams, do not kill me for saying that. But I love that. How you do it? I'm not trademarking that. That's yours. You can have it. I just like to say it. Um, So I am the host of Chill and Spill the Tea. I have been doing this for almost three years, guys. Our anniversary is May 16th. The third year anniversary of Chill and Spill the Tea is coming up May 16th. 16th i really don't have anything planned um i've been preoccupied with a lot of other things that i have not even thought about doing like a celebration for children's ability i don't know um i have to brainstorm like very quickly to see what i could do for may 16th um because it has to be a celebration like three years that's 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 pretty big um yeah you know it's not easy doing a podcast like you're always um busy (laughs) you know aside from my full-time job like this keeps me busy you know me scouting people to come on a show to interview to content to what i'm gonna like it's just a lot so but it's it's a good feeling I love doing this um it's just oh my god it, it's it's fulfilling and I'm gonna continue to do my podcast as long as you guys are supporting me so with that being said make sure you tell a friend to tell a friend a tell a friend to subscribe to Chill and Spill of Tea on all podcast platforms we are on all podcast platforms don't just subscribe to one subscribe to all of them follow us on instagram we are on instagram heavy okay instagram chill and spill a tea um tiktok chill and spill a tea facebook chill and spill a tea tiktok is um um come spill that's c-o-m-e-s-p-i-double-l tiktok is come spill l. make sure you follow all of the socials um and tell your friends and let them tell their friends and the list goes on and on and on please continue to support chill and spill the tea if you would like to be on the show you can email me chill and spill the tea 07 at gmail.com once again the email is chill and spill the t 07 at gmail.com um, Subscribe to us on our YouTube channel. Please subscribe to us on um, our YouTube channel. And make sure you hit the like button. And make sure you comment as well. So when you um, go to our podcast platforms. Just don't subscribe. Please like and leave a comment. We greatly, 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 greatly appreciate the love and support you guys have shown. Chill and Spill of Tea these past three years. I um, would like to say, you know, thank you to the new followers. Thank you for listening to this podcast and I hope you continue to listen to the podcast and I hope you continue to rock out with us for the long haul. Um, and I keep saying us because, you know, niche, she pops in here and there. And um, I believe she'll be back next Wednesday. So maybe I can incorporate her in the anniversary show. I have to put this stuff together, guys. I have to. Um, so yes, to all of my um old followers, thank you. Continue to rock out with me and make sure you um follow. Um, meet on Instagram um, I go live twice a month every other Saturday and um, I, I am supposed to do the audio version when I don't um, do interviews on IG live however um, life gets in the way and I have to buckle down and for the upcoming year um i am going to stick to my word and put out two audios a month and continue to do my interviews um twice a month which i i am consistent with that guys i am very consistent um i do my interviews like i said on IG live so follow us um on Instagram chill and spill the tea um i do uh i lost my train of thought okay i go live um twice a month on instagram um and uh, at 6 p.m eastern standard time i am i will work with you if you live in a different time zone and that doesn't um work for you i will work with you all you have to do is just let me know and A lot of times, like, if you tell me where you're located, um, I will just, you know, automatically ask you if, you know, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time is good for you. If it's not, I am more than happy to work around your schedule. Because you're, after all, you're showing love to my podcast. So, yes, why wouldn't I work with you? All right, so May is Mental Health Awareness Month i'm gonna repeat repeat that repeat that i'm sorry i was sipping a little wine before i came on and you know ugh, my tongue is just tired right now so please forgive me i'm not drunk i'm just feeling a little bit nice all right so um may is mental health awareness month so you know it's been a lot going on these past three years you know we're still like cautious with this um with covid because new strains are coming out even though like people are um like letting their guards down we still have to you know keep in the back of our heads that you know covid is still out here is not as deadly as it was before because you know the majority of the world got vaccinated and blah 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 or has had covid before and you know they're not um getting um they're not contracting it again um however you know 2020 you know was a big hit you know a lot of people lost their lives lost family members friends and like mental health mental illness is on the rise you know prior to the pandemic mental illness was you know prevalent It was here, however, it has increased since, you know, the pandemic and the world has opened back up, you know, people are still trying to um, recoup from the pandemic, you know, trying to find jobs and now we're in a recession and everything is increasing and, you know, what you bring home, if you do have a job, is not... It's just not adding up to the amount, you know, we have to pay for this bill, that bill, gas, electric, food. So, like, um, you know, people are really struggling out here. Mental illness is on the rise. Uh, We had a a massacre today, another school shooting. Um, It seems like it it just continues to happen. Um, It seemed like we are... Uh, revisiting this at least once a month another school shooting another this shooting another that shooting so I'm just asking you guys if you have a friend a family or even yourself like if you feel like you are at the a crossroad and you just feel like um hurting yourself or others please reach out to to a counselor a close friend Um, a family member and get help you know we all could use some type of guidance you know do not be ashamed um that you are experiencing what you are experiencing from within you know um get help before it's too late before you harm yourself or or harm someone else um You should not do either or harm yourself or harm someone else. Please, please, before it gets to that point, reach out to someone. Um, And I'm pretty sure someone will be more than happy to, you know, direct you to the right person if they're not willing to um, coax you through what you're going through. Um, And let's let's do that. Let's. You know, try to um, pay more attention to our mental health and get the help that we need before, you know, it it, it becomes, you know, too late. Because it's either you're going to hurt yourself and, and kill yourself, hurt yourself or um, be uh, committed um, to a mental institution and then possibly be put on medication that could... You know, alter your mood and make you sleepy, and you know, and then you won't be able to function in in society. Or you may be put up in a group home, you know, or you may hurt someone and kill them, or you know, and then that's it. And even if you don't kill them, you know, you're harming them, and then you can possibly, you know, do jail time. So. Either way, if you hurt yourself or hurt someone else, you're going to pay the price either way. So just, you know, um, seek help, you know, and if you have a religion, you know, um, pray, you know, whatever religion you practice, pray, you know, because sometimes things could, you know, get out of hand and we feel like, you know, we have lost control over a situation. So like I said before it gets out of hand. Reach out to someone. And I'm pretty sure someone will be willing. To help you out. Um, And we'll revisit it some more. Before May is over with. Maybe I could um, reach out to like a mental health counselor. To come on the show. To spread um, awareness. Um, And I also had done um, an interview in August, um, with Shelly Porter and she's a social worker and she tapped into mental, um, health. So, um, just go back, um, to our, you know, the interview in August and listen to that if you need some advice. Um, so yeah, so let's get into, you know, it's Wednesday. I'm gonna get into my week. Sunday you know went to church i you know i go to church and they, if I don't make it in person I watch it online but I've been going in person lately um because I feel comfortable going back to the church all right so yes um my daughter she had a um it is women okay so i think it's april april yeah because we're in may now so april is black history is women's black history month so she presented on cheryl l johnson um she has something to do with like the white house and all of that but this was her first time actually like really public speaking and reading in front of a large crowd so i am like so i'm so happy you know that my daughter was able to get up in front of a large crowd to read this multiple paragraphs on cheryl l johnson um, you know I'm so blessed to have a child like her she is very much in tune with you know what she wants to do and she is not afraid afraid to put herself out there she is more she is way more bolder than I was at her age all right moving along okay so You know, sometimes we worry, we stress, even though we're not supposed to, especially when, you know, you, you know, you put your faith in God, you put your trust in God. But sometimes, you know, you have one foot in, one foot out. So that's me. I'm that person. Even though I trust God, I'm a firm believer that God has um, is in control and he has gotten me, you know, through a lot. He is the sole provider of my world. This is me talking for me. You know, however you feel, it's how you feel. And I'm not throwing religion onto anyone, but I just know that my God is um, in control of my life. He's the head and not the tail. So... You know, sometimes the devil likes to play with your mind and then like the worry and the stress and anxiety anxiety kicks in. So I'm like, you know, I'm rebuking this feeling in the name of Jesus. So, you know, I started meditating and I want I would like to ask you guys, like, do you meditate? And if you do, like, do you do it when you're stressed, worried, or have you made it a routine? Because now I feel like I want to make this a routine. Like, I love meditating now. So, I, you know, um, I started meditating and I just felt calmer and I felt like whatever I was worried about was like drifting away from my body. And I was like, becoming at ease so like i want to encourage you if you're feeling worried you're feeling stressed you're you know whatever you're going through in your life because we're all we all go through something we're not exempt from going through anything like i would like to encourage you guys to you know check out um a guided meditation they have plenty on youtube and that's what i did i had gone on youtube i made sure all of the lights were out i'm in a comfortable um position and it was 10 minutes of me 10 minutes tops of me just meditating um zoning out um in the moment I'm like very present in the moment and I'm just like okay like I, I'm really feeling this you know like I felt relaxed I felt like Whatever I was going through just drifted away from me. And it's like, okay, the next day I was like, look, I'm ready to take on a world. So like if you are going, you know, you always pray. If that's, you know, that's something you do. You always pray. You give thanks for any and everything. The good, bad, the ugly, the indifferent. Because the bad stuff, the ugly stuff, you know, makes us stronger. You know, Um, so you pray, you meditate, and you move on. And then you repeat it, you pray, you meditate, you move on, you repeat it the next day. So like, I want to give you guys, you know, some tips, you know, they, you know, I've read that, um, you should meditate in the mornings. It is better for you guys to, for us to meditate in the mornings. And if you can, it's okay. You know, you find some time because sometimes we don't have time to meditate, but if you want to make this a part of your routine your morning routine you would you know get up a little earlier get up a little earlier to you know take five to ten minutes out to meditate and then move on with your life um if not if you don't want to get up extra early in the morning that's fine because like I'm not always a morning person like I will keep hitting the snooze button okay I will keep hitting the snooze button until the very last minute and then I'm jumping up and I'm rushing okay um so if you don't have time in the morning, you don't want to make time in the morning, you can always do it at night before you go to sleep. So like I said, go to YouTube, pull up whatever type of guided meditation you want to um pull up if it's for worry anxiety manifesting it's it's a slow guided meditation on youtube you type in what you want to meditate about and then you go from there and i just wish you guys the best and um whatever you know you meditate about and i just wish you know um and i pray and hope that things work out for you after you know you have incorporated this meditation into your daily routine. Uh, let's go. All right. So the lineup for this month for Chillin' Spill of Tea. So this Saturday will not be, I will not um, have an interview or an audio version. I'm taking this Saturday off because um, I'm going to be running around like crazy. Um... Next Saturday, I'm interviewing um, helping others thrive. So it's Hot Moms. It's all about, you know, um, moms giving advice um about motherhood and it's just in an it's just in the nick of time because mother's day is may 14th this interview is may 13th at 6 p at 6 p.m eastern standard time so check it out we're talking about moms how like the struggles the challenges the good the bad the ugly the indifferent that moms you know endure during motherhood um The following Saturday will be an audio version. That um, topic will be announced. And then the last Saturday of the month, I'm interviewing um, this eyebrow specialist. Um, Her name is Sierra Moore. Um, Her business is located in Hackensack, New Jersey. So I'm excited about that. So mark your calendars, mark your calendars, mark your calendars, interviews, interviews, um at 6 p.m eastern standard time make sure you go follow this podcast on um um on instagram chillens tea. make sure you follow 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 all right so let's get into some celebrity tea tea all right so i just want to talk about the met gala very briefly um, because we're going to get into the topic and then I'm going to close out because I'm getting a little sleepy and I need to be up bright and early because my baby is still testing this week and I want to make sure I get her to school on time. So the Met Gala was two, two nights ago. Um, very interesting, very interesting. Um, some of the styles I like, some of them I didn't. Um, I like you know me like if you know me you know I like classy like simple but make a statement you know I like simple classy but it makes a statement so you can wear something you know that's classy simple but your face is beat for the gods okay you know your bag your purse your 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 clutch whatever it's like It's like, bam, boom, you know, but it's still like, you're still making a statement. Like, you know, you're, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it, but like, I don't like anything too loud. I don't like anything that's just, just blah, but it has to be sexy. It has to be classy. It has to be simple, you know, not too loud, not too blah, just somewhere in between. So I want to say this. I like Tiana Taylor's. You know, she showed a little skin, skin, skin. I'm all for skin. But as long as it looks classy and sexy, I'm all for a little skin. I don't like a whole lot of skin because I feel like, you know, um, I'm a modest woman. Um, But if that's your preference to show a lot of skin, like I'm not judging. Because sometimes that's, it, it looks hot. It's just not for me, you know. Um, I feel like. Young Miami and Diddy, they killed their look together. Separately, I don't know, but together they killed the look together. And I love black. They wore all black, and I I, I wear black a lot. That's like my color. That's like my go to color to wear. Um, who else? The Kardashians. I really didn't like their look. I didn't like it. I didn't. I did not like. I didn't like Kindles. I didn't like Kims. I I think I like Kylie's look I think I kind of sort of liked her look it was okay it wasn't like all of that Janelle Monae she came out wilding out like I I don't know what is getting into Janelle Monae lately she is out here for the gods. okay she's showing a lot of skin she should look she might as well had a come to the Met Gala naked okay because it looked like she had on a bra and panties the girl is wilding out but hey I'm here for it you know she used to be covered up all the way I guess she was like you know what I'm out here and she is like serving body and she said um her look was all about Jamaican food and sex okay Janelle Monáe All right, girl, keep doing what you do, girl, because, look, I am here for it. Just be careful. Um, All right, so who else? Okay, my favorite look of the night was um, J-Lo. Jenny from the block. She did it. She did it for me. I liked it. I loved her look. Oh, and I like um, Carrie... um, what's her name Washington's looks too like her look was very classy sexy and simple like she showed a little skin J-Lo showed a little skin they and I like I like those were my two favorite looks I'm not gonna hold you those two were my my favorite looks of the night um yeah so um Yeah, i i feel like that's oh i like um ice spice she you know she had a um straight hairstyle swoop and she had white see my thing is i like black and i like white so like you could you could do no wrong if you had on black and white you could do no wrong because those are my favorite colors to wear black or white my favorite colors to wear all right so what was your favorite look you can email me or you can dm me on um instagram tell me your favorite looks and who was your favorite of you know favorite of the night okay let me sip this one all right so the topic of the night is mainly for women you know but guys you know you can listen to this too if you have a woman if your wife or girlfriend fiance is experiencing this your mom your aunt you know a close friend is going through this so I want to talk about fibroids you know this is um this topic is like um a topic that I hold dear to my heart because I'm a woman who um is experiencing fibroids and i have experienced them in the past um and i had them removed however they did come back so i want to share you know you know a little bit of my story but i'm gonna get into like what fibroids are the effects blah 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 all the good stuff all of the the logistics and then i'll get into you know my history of fibroids um and I know a lot of women women could relate um because I feel like a lot of um women of color are the ones that experience this the most not saying that other ethnicities um don't experience this but women of color experience this the most um and it's a lot of celebrities, you know, a lot of women, a lot of African-American women, black American, whichever way you, you know, you um, want to call yourself. Um, ex- a lot of celebrities, a lot of black American celebrities experience and they're this and they are speaking out on this topic. So I'm like, hey, you know, like if they're doing it, I know I'm not a celebrity. um, However, like, you know, I can talk about this topic as as well. Um, And if you have any, if you would like to share your story, feel free to email me or DM me on Instagram. Um, And if you would like this strictly confidential, it will not go beyond the email or the DM you send me. Um, So let's get into like what fibroids are because you may be experiencing this and not even know that this is what it is. All right. So fibroids are non-cancerous growths in the uterus that can develop during a woman's childbearing years. So if you're in your childbearing years, um, you may or you may not experience this. The cause of fibroids is unknown, however, these are the risk factors family history yeah I have a family history um my mom, my grandmother um have fibroids um obesity so if you are obese, maybe you need to look and if you have like the symptoms of fibroids, um you want to look into like consulting with your doctor, however if you don't have any symptoms of having fibroids and i'll get to the, the symptoms in a little bit then maybe you should look into like eating right and exercising so you won't ha- you know so you won't have to go through this um and early onset of puberty these are the risk factors all right so some symptoms or effects you may have you know the bulging belly you know the lower abdomen will be bulging bulging and it may look like you're pregnant um pelvic pressure um frequent urination difficulty um passing bowel movements difficulties getting pregnant and um heavy bleeding so i can say i have experienced the bulging belly the pelvic pressure who frequent urination is number one on the list for me Um, I always had trouble with bowel movements. So I don't know if that has anything to do with, um, fibroids, um, difficulty getting pregnant. Yes. That was like, yes. And, um, heavy bleeding. So shoot, check mark everything on the list. Um, so like normally they'll say that fibroids will decrease with menopause because, you know, they don't have, um, during menopause, you won't have anything to feed off of the fibroids, so they'll shrink, they won't grow um and they can vary it in size, you know my fibroid, my very first fight I always had multiple fibroids, but the one that caused me the most um issues was the one that I had sitting on top of my bladder and the doctor said that was the size of an orange. So, if you have an orange, imagine that orange sitting on top of your bladder, causing so many issues heavy bleeding, pelvic pressure, um, go like frequent urination, like every second, forget every minute, every second you're running to the bathroom and like a drop will come out. <laughs> um, and so if you have these fibroids, right? If you are someone who has fibroids, you know, some women can live without with them and they don't cause you any type of issues. You know, they're like probably far away from your uterus, far away from your um, your bladder. They're just somewhere floating around in your vagina and they're not causing any, any type of discomfort, any pain, any bleed, heavy bleeding, none of the above. However, most of the women that have come out to talk about, you know, having fibroids, they have had one, two or more of these symptoms and you could have treatments to shrink them or you could just go ahead and if your doctor um, may decide that, you know, it's time for surgery. And they will remove them. And that surgery is called myomectomy. And from there, they will remove the non-cancerous tumor, which is the fibroid. And then, you know, after that, your recovery time would be um, four to six weeks, depending on, I guess, like, your, you know, your job. So a lot of times nowadays, they're um, removing the fibroids laparoscopically. I wasn't lucky to have that. This surgery had my surgery, my very first surgery happened in two thousand nine. So they cut me open where they do a C-section. Um, they cut me wide open there. They removed my fibroids, and after that, you know, I was a lot better. So let me fast forward. Let me rewind. So, I remember, I want to say, I was having some issues, right? I kept going to the bathroom, kept going to the bathroom. I'm thinking that I had a a bladder infection. No, I didn't have a bladder infection, right? So, I'm like, something isn't right. Something isn't right. Go to my GYN. You know, they did the, the urine. Come to find out. It wasn't that. I didn't have a UTI. So, from there, I might be speeding up the story because I'm I'm getting a little sleepy. From there, my doctor sent me to a urologist. So, urologist is giving me medication that I think, you know, I guess medication to stop the urination. I guess, you know, medication. uh, uh, I'm like, I keep saying the same thing over and over again. Um, I guess giving me medication for UTI. But I didn't have a UTI. So come to find out, one day I come see my urologist again. I guess cause he his mom was going, because I kept going to him, kept going to him. I kept having all of these appointments going to this urologist. So one day he was like, you know what? Come into this office, lay down on the table. He did, he put like some type of instrument in my vagina. I'm sorry, I'm getting graphic. However, this is what he did. Um it was this this screen put this thing instrument in me and boom he was like huh this is why you're going to the bathroom a lot and i said why because i still don't know at this point and he was like oh because you have a fibroid this is your fibroid right here and it was like clear as day so i said okay so what could be done he was like you know you're young cuz i was 27 at the time he was like you know you're young you can do the surgery but if you have the surgery they'll um, cut into your uterus and if they cut into your uterus you um, you're you're not going to be able to have kids because if you get pregnant it's going to be too risky for you and the baby and then either you or the baby could die so now i'm like so now i can not I, I won't be able to have kids now at that at that part of my Life like I'm planning a wedding, right? I am. I just got engaged. I'm planning a wedding. I am planning a wedding. So, you know, after marriage comes the baby carriage. So, I'm like, oh my god. So, now I'm running home to my mother. I'm boo hooing. He said, I'm not gonna have any kids. <laughs> I'm like bawling. Okay, I'm the type of woman that I don't like for someone to say I can't do something because when you say I can't I'm gonna prove to you that I can okay so anyway fast forward I go uh, my my GYN that I initially had he retired so now I have to find another GYN found another GYN he was a white guy look I don't have anything against white men white doctors but I prefer you know to keep you know my I prefer to a black doctor. I prefer black doctors. And I've had black doctors all my life. And I prefer to keep it going. So this guy, this white doctor, I think he was Jewish. I go to him. He's like, oh, no, I can do the surgery. Now I'm scared. Because I'm like, okay, my urologist said that I shouldn't do this because I could die or the baby could die. And if you cut into my uterus, it's going to be too risky. So I said, oh, no, I said, "Okay." never went to go see him again. Fast forward, um, I'm at my primary doctor. The receptionist there. She was a great woman. She said, you know what? Um, I can refer you to a doctor. Her name is Dr. Muhammad. She's a great doctor. She's black, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, fast forward. I see her, took all my records because now at this time I'm walking around with all, I'm walking around with my medical records because like I said, my GYN retired. So now I have my medical records with me, gave her my medical records. She came in, I'm explaining to her. She already has everything written down in front of her. So she said she could do the surgery. So I said, are you sure? I said, because my urologist said that I might die if I get pregnant and blah, blah, blah. She said, no, there's ways around this. She said, you would just have to have a C-section if you get pregnant. So she says she can do the surgery. So I'm like, okay, now it's a go, right? Fast forward. I come back with my check, my deductible. She comes in the room and says, you know what? You're too young. And I don't think I want to do the operation. And I'm like, huh? I broke down. I said, I can't live my life like this. I'm look guys. I was peeing. Okay. Peeing every second. I could not live, could not sleep at night because I'm up a million times in the middle of the night. I could not be intimate with my fiance at the time because it hurt too much. I bled heavy. I had pressure in my kidneys to the point where my kidneys were, one of my kidneys were swollen. Okay. I could not live a normal life. I broke down so bad when she said that she didn't she didn't want to do the operation. So she looked at me and I guess she felt bad and she was like, I'll do it for you. I was like, thank you. So we set the we set the date. I had the operation done. She gave me four years to get pregnant. I got married um the year I got married the year after my operation had my daughter three and a half um years later and guess what while I was on the table um giving birth keep in mind I had a c-section she told me I would have to have a c-section I had a c-section the next day she came to visit me she said that um hey did I tell you That um, I had to remove a fibroid because it burst. I couldn't repair it. So I had to remove your fibroid while I was doing your C-section. I had my daughter just in enough time. Got pregnant just in enough time because those fibroids grew back. And thank God that I was able to get pregnant with no complications. I had no complications throughout my whole entire pregnancy. However, my fibroids did grow back. I was unaware because I did not have any symptoms. Did not have not one symptom this that time around. Um, but they did grow back. She had to remove them. So I had two myomectomies. I had a myomectomy in 2009. Um, no, two. Yeah, 2009 and 2013. I had another one while I was giving giving birth to my daughter so i had two surgeries at one time a c-section and a myomectomy done so i'm telling you guys this oh and now i have them again i have fibroids again um but i'm gonna leave it there because i'm gonna come back and tell you what my plans are um in about a couple of weeks, I'll come back. So I want you to, I want you to, um to just come back and listen to the podcast because I have an update about the five boys this time around. I want to give too much, but I say this to say um, that if you guys you know, because we have to make sure that we keep up with our annual appointments, with our GYNs. If you suspect anything that's unusual, make sure you let your doctors know. Do not keep anything from your doctor because that's what they're there for. They are there to make sure they find out what's wrong with you so they can care for you the best way that they can and that you are aware of what's going on with your bodies so so do not ignore any signs do not ignore any symptoms make sure if you are experiencing pelvic pressure frequent urination heavy bleeding um and difficulties passing you know your bowels you may have fibroids and you're going to have to go to your doctor. Let your doctor know. She will tell you to go get an ultrasound. And from there, she'll let you know whether you have fibroids or not. And then she'll let you know the sides of the fibroids. And if, you know, you need surgery or not. But you need to know that it's okay to let your doctors know that there's something wrong with you. And you do not feel right. Do not ignore yes. Do not ignore your body. You only have one so you need to take care of it alright so I'm going to come back with another update about um my plans my doc plans that my doctor have um had given me because I saw her about a month and a half ago so um I see my doctor next week so I'll let you guys know an update um towards the end of the month. I'll keep you posted. Um and I'll talk to you soon. I am sleepy, guys. You know I always have energy. I always have a lot of energy, but you know, this topic is like one of those topics that you know, you want to hear, you don't want to hear. Um and I hope you stayed awake the whole entire time and you know, if you know someone who may have confided in you about these types of symptoms, maybe you can encourage them to go see a doctor because some people don't want to know what is going on with them, you know, and maybe you can be that friend or that family member that can tell, you know, your loved one like, Hey, I you know, I think you should go see the doctor because you know, um, your signs and symptoms, um, are, um you know, you may have fibroids. So, you need to go get, to, you know, you may need to go get checked out. Uh, my allergies are killing me. I cannot breathe right now. I'm going to put some Vicks under my nose. And I'm going to go to sleep. So, guys, until next time, I love you. Thank you for rocking out with me, with Nell, the host, Chillin' Spill of Tea Podcast. I love you all. And um stay up. Stay up because it's up and it's stuck and it's up and it's stuck. We out here, we out here, we out here. All right, peace out.